Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. Many of us will have heard the cautionary tale of the couple who went to have their third child and ended up with twins. But imagine if you went for an ultrasound and realized you were pregnant with quintuplets. Kim Tucci had three children when she became Australia's first ever mother to naturally conceive quintuplets, which means she went from three to eight children. If you think, what are the chances? It's one in 55 million. Kim has now written a book called I've Had Eight Babies and If There's One Thing I've Learned. And she joins us from her home in WA. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I think the first question I have is, how did you ever find the time to write a book? With every spare moment I had, um, (laughs) whenever they were asleep, I hopped on the laptop and started typing. So are your quins about to start school? Is that where you're at now? Yes. So we're starting kindy next week. All right. So going back to the beginning, because my head still hurts at the thought of going from three to eight. Um, What was it like physically carrying five babies? It was really hard at times. Um, I was okay up until around 27 weeks. And then all of a sudden my body just said, that is enough. That's when I was, I was on hospital breakfast and that's when my aches and pains really started. My stomach was so big towards the end that I would just scratch it to the point where it would be bleeding. Crikey. And you don't really think about that when you think about, I mean, with multiples, of course, you think there's a lot going on there, but the toll it takes on your body, there's a reason why it's a one in 55 million chance, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And were doctors able to help you with that discomfort at all? Um, No, not really. It was just... I just had to just wait, really, just sit and wait until we got to a safe gestation so we could deliver the babies. Right. Was there Netflix then? I'm trying to think. Yes, there, <laughs> there was Netflix. <laughs> Thank goodness. So you already had three children when the Quins came along. How was the birthing experience different to your other babies? Oh, it was so different. When the Quins were born, I think we had about 50 people in the room. That was enough pediatricians per child, midwife. It was just crazy. I felt like I was having these babies and I had a whole audience watching. Oh, God. Did you have anyone sort of there for you during that process? Because that, that, I imagine, would feel really quite alienating. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, I had my husband and also my mum, so I was never alone at any point, which, which I'm really thankful for. But having those five children with that many people around, uh, we're all told as parents that it's important for babies to have that um, skin-to-skin contact. What happens when there are five and they're preemie? Um, so basically as soon as they were born, I was able to meet them briefly and then they were whisked away into special care nursery to make sure that they were healthy and Yeah, so it was a very different experience and it was really hard in a sense that I had a belly full of babies and then when they were all gone, I felt felt really sad. It was, yeah, I think it really did take a toll on the bonding experience that 
you know, that most mums have when they have children. And you would have experienced that with your other children, is that right? I do, absolutely. So it felt, it felt really scary to just have them taken away and not have special first moments with them. And what about your recovery? Because you were carrying them for more than 26 weeks and that's a lot of change going on in your body. Um, I imagine your C-section would have been longer than what most women go through. How did you feel um, physically? Uh, Physically, um, as soon as the babies were born, I was born in under two minutes, which was really quick. Wow. Um, And after, it was just like my body just said, that's enough. And I just wanted to sleep. I could barely keep my eyes open. It's, yeah, it's, I just felt like my body was just completely and utterly exhausted. And did it take a while after that? I know even after one baby, I felt like, oh, I can walk down the street and do all these yeah. things, but I couldn't. Yeah, it's. I think even now, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I'll ever be the same as I was before I fell pregnant with them. I think it's just, it's a consequence of carrying them to 30 weeks and having five healthy babies. But, you know, I'm lucky that I'm in a position where I do have five healthy children. So it's just something I'm just going to have to carry for now. Yeah, you might have, you might have organs in unusual places. I think so. <laughs> okay, so um, as I mentioned, there were the three before you had the Quins, but going from three to eight is obviously a huge shock but was there anything about um, anything that you learnt from having the first three that helped you with the quins? Um, I think the biggest thing that I had already learnt was to not take anything so seriously. I know when I had my first Kurt, it was just like everything was so serious, and I needed the best of everything. But by the time I was, I had the quins, I really had relaxed in a sense with my parenting. So it wasn't as daunting. I don't think I would have been able to cope with the Quins with my first pregnancy. I think that would have been even more scarier. So uh, everyone is fascinated with the juggle of having multiples. But one of the things that strikes me as possibly the hardest is just the cost of having such a full house. Three yeah. children is costly. Eight children, I can't imagine. Has it been difficult? Has it been difficult financially? Yeah, it has been difficult, but um, we're like any other Australian family where we just make do. Um, I'm very savvy when it comes to like grocery shopping. I'll go to like multiple different shops and make sure I've got the best deals. And I always use my fly-by card. Um, and clothing, you know, if people give give us like hand-me-down clothes, for the queens or the other kids, I, honestly, I don't mind going to get dirty they're going to play hard in them and you know what's the point of buying a brand new t-shirt for you know ten dollars when there's a perfectly fine second hand sitting there so i'm not as um funny about things like i used to be but yeah i've just i think i'm a lot more wiser when it comes to the money that i have we are as parents um, under a lot of pressure, I think, to parent differently from how our parents parented us, which um, someone once referred to me as benign ne- neglect, which I love the idea of benign <laughs> neglect. But it's very hard for a parent today to apply that to their kids. We're always thinking about how do we be good parents and 
um, one of the things I think we've often been taught is that kids need one-on-one time with us, which any parent struggles to give to their child. Um, How do you feel about those sorts of pressures as a parent, especially because you, you raised three kids essentially with those sorts of expectations and then you had five more? Yeah, it's it is really difficult. Um, you know, if I was to give each one of my children one hour out of my day of quality one on one time, that would be eight hours of my day. <laughs> I would get nothing done. Um, I think now it's more about quality time rather than the amount of time. So when we do get together as a family, I try and make sure there's no other interruptions. So you know, mobile phones or anything that could cause a a disruption. So it's more about the time that we do spend together, the quality of the time rather than the amount of one-on-one time. Speaking of quality of time, I have two children who sometimes love each other, but they often often fight more than not, and it drives me nuts. Do your kids fight and... If they do, how do you deal with it? Oh, it's, yeah, it's very difficult, especially, you know, school holidays. Yeah, it's been crazy in my (laughs) house as well. Um, But I always try and tell everyone if they're fighting that it, you know, really upsets me and that we should all be being kind to each other. And I try and remind them that one day they will be best friends. But, you know, it does happen. They do fight. Like this morning, Tiffany was in trouble because she... Um, she punched Keith. <laughs> so it does happen. Um, but I try not to make a big deal out of it because I think as parents know that as soon as we make a big deal out of anything, you know, the behaviour will just continue for, you know, attention. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about all the media attention, our general fascination with your family? Um, I, I think I'm pretty used to it now. I... I don't mind it at all. What I do find hard is if we all go out as a family and the attention I get then, I I find it really difficult to cope. I think because the Quins, they're at an age where they're kind of noticing that people are, you know, stopping and counting and staring and I think they get a little bit anxious and as soon as they get anxious, I get really anxious. So the media attention is totally fine because we can control that, but it's stepping out and going out as a family. That's really difficult. Especially when even if you don't have quins, you think you're being judged by other parents. And if you have, if you oh, have yeah. five small children who are going to be misbehaving at some point, then it must yeah. be excruciating. I'm actually, I'm actually really lucky. The quins don't really ever misbehave when we're out. They're very, very well behaved. If anything, oh. people will stop and say... Um, they're, you know, they're such a credit to me and they're so well behaved. It's the older kids that are hard work. They'll always, they'll always argue over something or there's always a drama with them. So <laughs> it's just, yeah, I always say when we're at, how come the Quins are so well behaved? But, you know, you guys can't sit still for longer than 10 minutes. How old are the older kids now? Uh, Kurt is 12, Ava is 8, and Indiana is 6. 
And how do they feel about the Quins? Do they talk about it? I mean, it's their family, so I guess it's just what they know. But when you're having a second child, sometimes people will talk about how the elder sibling might have trouble adjusting to having a younger sibling when yours uh, had five turn up on the doorstep. Was that challenging for them? Um, For Ava and Kurt, not so much. They really embraced the role of being an older sibling to quintuplets. They do get overwhelmed at times with the noise level in the house, but other than that, they're really well adjusted. Indiana, on the other hand, she does not want to share me with anyone. Um, as soon as anyone has my attention, she will do something to get my attention, whether it be negative attention or positive. She's she's a little firecracker. Mm, that's tough. Yeah. When do you get quiet time in your house? Only at night time. Probably, I think it was 8.30 last night that I finally had time to myself after having a shower. And I think I fell asleep within 20 minutes of putting Netflix on. (laughs) Yeah. So now that the Quins are going to school, uh, does that free you up to do other things or... I mean, six hours is not a long time to get stuff done, but does it allow you to move on yeah. from that caring role a bit? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm planning to go back to work. I'm just I'm really craving uh, some adult conversations and, I don't know, just to, just to kind of leave my bubble and go into another one. And tell us about your book. So you... Um, You've, the title of the book is I've Had Eight Babies in, and If There's One Thing I've Learned, dot, dot, dot. But there are definite, there's more than one thing you've learned in there. Um, what was it like writing the book? You said you had to just grab whatever spare time you had. Was it easy yeah. to write after raising eight children? It was easy to write, but it was compiling all them little tips that, um, and hacks I've been using over the years and putting it down onto paper. That was the difficult part. Is there anyone cr- that crystallises in your brain that you think would be good to leave with our audience? I think the best tip I have would have to be dream feeding, whether you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding just before you go to bed to feed your baby while they're still asleep so you get a nice long sleep at night time because there's nothing worse than sleep deprivation and just it messes with your mental health um physical health it's just it takes a huge emotional toll yep i remember that well kim thank you so much for chatting with us today and congratulations on your book thank you thanks so much That's Kim Tucci, mother of eight, including quintuplets, and author of I've Had Eight Babies, and If There's One Thing I've Learned, we'll put links to where you can find the book in the notes to this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.